Hey everyone, welcome to Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who isn't actually Justin Long, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? Dude, if I was though, right? Oh my god, I wish every week <laughs> I'd call you and you, you're just Justin Long. I'm always disappointed when it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, hold on, if like... The Skype call were answered and it was Justin Long on the other end. Would you even mm-hmm. know like right away, though? <sighs> yes. Okay. All right. I would, too. <laughs> Instantly. I'd be like, oh, shit, Justin Long. I love Justin Long. He's, he's pretty good. This podcast is quickly becoming the Justin Long fan club. It, it, it really and is. And yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. You know, I get some feedback and stuff from people on Instagram and Twitter and everything. And they tell me also that they love Justin Long because you have to love him. And I just want to watch Justin Long movies these days. What has he been in? I mean, Barbarian's like the only thing I know of recently. Yeah, and I heard that's really, really good. Same. He was in Elvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. How are you doing this week, Cortland? I'm doing fine, Brandon. Nothing really interesting happened to me this week. So, yeah, just work. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a lame I did have, thankfully, goosebumps to look forward to, so that was cool. <laughs> it is. It is a highlight of my week. Watching these one a week and being like, man, I can't wait for the next one. And we're almost done because we're on episode eight now. I know. We're in the end game. And for a little bit here, I thought this was maybe the end. Uh, yeah, me too. Watching this episode, I thought, huh, are the next two episodes like behind the scenes, <laughs> deleted scenes, uh, director commentary? Yeah, but- because, you know, this episode kind of wraps some things up here. You know, like nice little bow, really. Yeah. You cut out the last 10 seconds of this episode, and you could be like, that's the end. Oh, we'll talk about the last 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, we will. We'll talk about all the seconds. Oh, okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's just start. So um, this episode begins kind of where the last one ended, where we, we saw that the, the scrapbook Biddle House was filling up with water, yeah. leaking a little bit. And we see now that, you know, the water has has filled it up and the the floor gives way and all the kids fall into some kind of science lab yeah right they like fall into the next page of the scrapbook yeah that's the page beneath so they're there and in the real world we see justin long is trying to reach for the scrapbook that was thrown into a puddle and he's fighting with biddle for control of his body and he like has to bite his own hand just and then he just starts kicking his own ass like jim carrey and liar liar he's just fighting with himself somebody on facebook said that justin long does all of his own stunts i believe it i believe it too so great he does a lot in this episode this is the justin long episode oh yeah this is the showcase for the justin long show back with the kids they're they're all facing the possibility that they may die here now And they all start saying sorry to each other and confessing things. And Isaiah is about to confess something to Margot, but then they fall again Mm -hmm. through the floor. And now they're in Harold's basement. And uh, Harold's parents are there, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, them. They're just like, yeah, we're just hanging out here waiting for Harold so we can, like, all move on to the afterlife together. Yeah, right. Yeah, so they're here, but... Also, they're just in the scrapbook, so they're just made up. Right. So maybe those dummies that Isabella found were really the people that have been dummified, like, previously? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how it works. The scrapbook is a lot in it, and it's all the afterlife. So Mm -hmm. get ready for scrapbook centrally. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Justin Long gets control of himself long enough to scribble in the scrapbook. He draws a little door. Yeah. Which, inside the scrapbook, the gang uses to jump back into existence. Yeah. Lucas is like, oh, okay, we're back to being alive. So first things first, we got to go get my mom. Well, I, I will say, so before Margo jumps out of the scrapbook, the Biddle fam, the mom and dad mm-hmm. are like, hey, tell my hair bear we love him. And she's like, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No promises. Like, I don't know if I'll have the opportunity, but if it comes about, then maybe. And then she runs out of the scrapbook. She should have just been like, nope. <laughs> I owe you nothing. Goodbye. <laughs> You're just fake scrapbook people. You were, you were here the whole time and didn't help me. I don't think so. Bye. <laughs> so for his trouble of saving those children, uh, Justin Long gets sucked back into the scrapbook, except now he's all alone again. Oh, but he's in the like living room that was liquefied earlier and now it's not. So, I mean, there's yeah, that. Now, now he's got a nice little living room to hang out in again. So that's good. And that fades us away into our boring intro, and it's still boring (laughs) for the eighth time. But when that's over, we see Harold Biddle as Justin Long, and he's like, I'm going to get you, Slappy. But he says it in like a nice way, like, oh, I'm going to get you, Slappy. Yeah, this is a good buddy. Yeah, so he's excited about about that. And Nora's just driving, just driving on an icy road. We're in the mountains. It's very stormy. Uh, She arrives at her cabin. And she's carrying the box of doll parts. The bag, box, yeah. whatever. It <laughs> doesn't matter. And uh, inside the cabin, she's getting all bundled up. And she grabs a shovel. Because she's going to go take Slappy out and bury him deep. Where yeah. no one can find him. It's a good idea. It's what you it do, is. you know? It's what they should have done a long time ago. Look, if, if you had to hide a dead body, a great way to do it would be to go out to the woods... Dig a hole, put a minute, and then put a tree on top of it. All right. So that's what I've learned in this yep. episode. Yep. When she opens the door, though, she gets startled by a park ranger or a cop. I don't know. Who warns her that it's going to be a heavy snowstorm coming in. Oh, no. And he's going to leave, but then he thinks things are a little bit suspicious because Nora has a bag of body parts and <laughs> she's got a shovel. And she looks and... a bit erratic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's... She looks like she just got out of the loony bin. <laughs> and he's like, ma'am, I'm going to need you to open up that bag. And he like has his hand on his gun or taser. And she opens it up and she pours out the doll body parts. And he's like, okay, it's all cool. And then he goes away. Once she's alone in the cabin, though, Slappy is lol. I thought he would never leave. All oh Britishly like he does. Yes. So, yeah, Slaps is back. Slaps is back. And he talks to Nora. Yeah. He can do that now. I do, I wonder. So he, she's clearly had Slappy for a long time. She went and got him out of the mine, stuffed him into a bag, had him for mm-hmm. a long time. Why didn't he talk to her before? <laughs> Why didn't he I just, don't know. He should have been annoying her for like twenty years. <laughs> he just wasn't feeling very chatty. I think he just wanted to wait until she was isolated and couldn't really do anything. I don't know. He just want, he wanted to be as creepy as possible. Okay, that's fair. We see Harold Biddle making his way toward the cabin, but he doesn't know where the cabin is. Luckily, that officer from before gives him directions. (laughs) Yeah. But he says, no one can go on further because the storm's too bad. You need chains for your tires. So Justin Long leaves in a huff. That's great. Fine, fucking whatever. Out of here. And the kids are in their car and they're making their way in the same direction. Nora in the cabin is with Slappy, and he's like, help put me back together, bro. And she's 
like, no. She shoves him back into the bag and she covers his mouth and he's like, help me, bro. Help me. But she's no, just she's like, not, no. Not gonna, <laughs> yeah. She doesn't want to help him. No, he's evil. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a jerk. Yes. Back with Biddle, he pulls to the side of the road and he gets out of his car and then he just hoofs it to the cabin. Yeah, he's like, fuck those chains on the tires. I ain't doing what they're selling me. I'm a teenage rebel. I'm going on foot. Yes. Teenager Justin Long is like, <laughs> I'm walking from now on. Margo and Isaiah are in the car and they're texting each other. Oh, yeah, best part. About what Isaiah was almost going to confess when they thought they were going to die. Because he's like, Margo, I love. <laughs> And it's like that part in Seinfeld where the, the plane's going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like texting each other very intensely. And Isabella is in the middle of them. And she's like, are you guys texting each other? And they're like, no. And it's a bunch of teenage drama. And of course I love it. Yeah, you do. You eat, I saw you eating it with a spoon from America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't know. Like episode to episode, I was like, which relationships are they going to be pushing in this one? Right. And this one, I, it's like we're back to Isaiah and Margot. Yeah. I'm very interested to see who ends up with who at the end. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be wild. The kids drive past Justin Long's car, and they're like, oh, is that Justin Long's car? So they get out to investigate. They see footprints leading. <laughs> what? Just, I just love it when you describe something and the kids are just like, oh, is that that? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes um, me laugh every time. <laughs> I still think about <laughs> when, when Marco is getting the the... The candy out of the vending machine, and you said, and Margo's like, ooh, goodies. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> I laugh about that, like, once a day. <laughs> like, ooh, goodies. <laughs> they see footprints leading to the cabin, and Lucas runs into action. He's going to get his mom. Margo goes with him. And so does Isaiah, because he's got to follow Margo. Right. He can't let he can't let Lucas and Margo be alone. He's got to go. No, too. no, 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 no. No way. So he's got to be there to keep an eye on them. And the B team stays with the car. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense. I love James and Isabella. I think they're great. <laughs> but they, they're kind of like the background of the main group. <laughs> Definitely. Biddle arrives at the cabin now, and he sees Nora, and Nora sees him. So she scrambles to get the fuck out of there, and Harold tries to yell at her and, like, bang on her car and be like, ah, oh, give me slappy. But he can't get into her locked car, even though he's a ghost, and he should <laughs> Good be point. able to. Yeah. But luckily for him, the car won't start, so Nora has to get out and just run. And Justin Long chases her like Jack Torrance at the end of The Shining, <laughs> and he's, like, limping, and he's like, Nora! Nora! By the way, like pretty much the rest of this episode is people yelling Nora. You're right. Okay. <laughs> so a couple of things. I love that it took Nora so long to get prepared, even though we saw that she was fully prepared to go out there, mm -hmm. that Justin Long trekked through the fucking Antarctic to get to her <laughs> yes. and arrived just as she was about to leave to go do the deed of burying the slappy. Love that. She gets into her car. 
and she does get it started and Justin Long holds on to it and she drives it backwards and Justin Long is like ripped into the snow which is why he got that limp because Justin Long does his own stunts I guess so like I don't I mean obviously not really he didn't hurt himself but yeah he got hurt from the the car which is why he Jack Torrance's his way <laughs> through the snow mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great it's great it's fun stuff I don't I don't understand the timeline so well but that's fine I don't care well, the timeline is whatever it needs to be yeah. Uh, back at the car, James is telling Isabella, uh, like, they're talking about Margot and Isaiah, and he's explaining to her that they can't ever actually get together mm-hmm. because it's like a TV show where when the characters who have the will they, won't they get together, like, it's boring. Right. Um, this this scene is kind of wild to me, Brandon, uh, because James is explaining that Margot and, and Isaiah can never get together. They, they mm-hmm. have a... They, he uses he says that they have like an edging relationship, and I was like, did they just say fucking yeah. edging in Goosebumps? Emotional edging. In I, Goosebumps. I, I, I was I was floored. I was like, did they really just go with that? And Isabella's like, what's edging? Is it a sex thing? And he's like, yeah, of course it is. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So they didn't just like say it and then move past it. They stopped to explain what it was. Yeah, they explained the joke, and I'm just like, holy shit, this is Goosebumps, right? Am I still this watching is Goosebumps? Goosebumps 2023, bro. <laughs> <laughs> R.L. Stein sitting there writing, uh, they're edging, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then worms come out. <laughs> okay, R.L. Stein. All right, moving on. Yes. Lucas arrives at the cabin, and he finds the abandoned car. So he runs, and he yells, Mom, and nope, Margot yells Nora and everything. Biddle keeps chasing Nora the Explorer, as he calls her. Oh my god, I loved that. was great. It was so funny. It's funny, he, the way he said it. Was like he thought it was hilarious, which it is. <laughs> I don't but know. But he was like Nora the Explorer. He wouldn't know about Dora <laughs> no. the Explorer though. <laughs> yeah, he's he died from the in the early '90s. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't but, know, know anything about that. <laughs> Maybe he absorbed some of Justin Long's knowledge. I don't know. Inside there, it was perfect though. I'm glad it happened. Yeah, but it's also I mean, like what you had to. You had to use it. It's right there. It's so Nora hides behind a tree, and that stumps Harold Biddle, even though they're in the middle of the forest, and, (laughs) of course... footprints to follow. (laughs) He never expected that, and he's like, well, fuck it, there's there's nothing I can do now. But then Nora is sick of being hidden, so she starts running, and then Harold Biddle grabs her, like, out of nowhere. Like, he's behind her, way behind her, and then she runs, and then he's, like, ahead of her. I knew it was gonna happen. I... I yeah, I mean, it's horror movie 101, but it still doesn't make sense. They tussle a little over Slappy a bit, but Nora is just a powerhouse of a woman, and she gets away, like, very easily. Uh, meanwhile, James and Isabella are still chilling by the car when the rest of the parent squad shows up. Oh, good. And they're each like, what are you doing here to the others? But there's no time to recap, so they all just agree to go find Nora. Mm-hmm. With Nora, she hears Lucas calling her name, and the storm is real bad now, so she just has to follow the voice. She can't see Lucas. So she follows the voice, and when she gets there, it's damned Harold Biddle. He's He's got that Terminator 2. Oh my god, right? Like, uh, (laughs) your parents are dead. (laughs) Nora was like, how's the dog? And he's like, oh, the dog's fine. And she's like, oh, it's a Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) So Harold Biddle grabs Slappy, and he's finally got his best friend back. He throws Nora off a short cliff. Yeah. <laughs> so she falls like, I don't know, 10 feet or something. And 
Biddle is finally reunited and he grabs that little eyeball that he had from earlier and he pops that back into place and Slappy's got two eyes and he's better than ever. Yay. You know, it would have been interesting if they would have signified that like that was where like Slappy had to be complete to come back. That would make sense yeah, to me. That would make a lot of sense. He was chit-chatting, jibber-jabbering with Nora before he got the eyeball, so that's yeah. not really the case. He just picks and chooses when he wants to talk, and he's just, like, silent, and then he wakes up, and he's like, book of brains, then he goes back to sleep. <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> back with Lucas, he and Margot yell Nora dozens of times. So seriously. Much. And... Somehow, they managed to lose that third wheel, Isaiah. (laughs) (laughs) They lost their tail. Um, And we go back to Isaiah, and he's hanging out for dear life on a tiny little vine on the edge of a cliff. A giant cliff. A a very tall cliff, yes. (laughs) At the top of a mountain. (laughs) Yes. They're on the top of, like, fucking Mount Everest over here. Yes. (laughs) It's just hanging He's hanging on the edge, and the cliff is just so far below. But... Who cares about that? So we're back with Lucas, and he finds Nora, and she's like, am I dead? But she's not dead. She's just crazy. Yeah, um, she's just cold. Luca- Lucas tells Nora that he knows about everything. The doll and the other stuff. <laughs> and they both agree that there's not going to be any more secrets between them. Nice okay. little moment. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just something you say. Of course you're going to have secrets. That's ridiculous. He's a teenage boy. Come on. Yeah. Meanwhile, Isaiah is literally a tiny piece of twig away from dying. (laughs) Yes. And he climbs up the cliff and he gets startled by Slappy. Who's like, hello. (laughs) And what's up, bro? Biddle's there, too. And he's like, huh, weird. Your dad was the last person I saw before I died. So this is like really ironic. Oof. Yeah. And he's about to smash the fuck out of Isaiah with a giant rock before Nora and the kids arrive. And then, like, very shortly after that, the other kids and the other parents arrive. The whole game. just a big reunion all at once. Yeah. And Biddle's gonna, like, murder Isaiah anyway. Like, this isn't gonna stop him. But, but while he's doing that, Margot calls him Hair Bear, yeah. which is that thing she heard from Harold's parents. And that makes him pause a little bit. He's like, huh. Where'd you hear that? And she's like, oh, I met your parents. And, <laughs> so casual. Yeah. And they suck, by the way. And all the parents are like, we're sorry, Harold. And we didn't mean to kill you. And you you were our friend. And it's it's all cool. And Margot tells Harold that, you know, she met his parents. And they're waiting for him to move on. Mm-hmm. But Slappy's like, don't listen to them. You kill him. Oh, my God. Like you killed your parents. Yeah, so fucking Darth Slappy over here. <laughs> yes, do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Anakin Biddle. <laughs> yeah, this was, this did give me like Star Wars vibes big time. Yeah, that, that makes him be like, no. And he, <laughs> yeah. get, he gets a change of heart and he helps Isaiah up. Uh, and then he just fucking like, just like the Emperor, he picks up Slappy and he throws him <laughs> yeah. down an endless pit. This all happens like very quickly. Then Justin Long vomits out the fire ghost. <laughs> and Harold Biddle like stands in front of Sarah. Mm-hmm. And like his burned up 
fire ghostness starts disappearing and he just changes back into being normal Harold Biddle again. Yeah, normal regular ghost Harold Biddle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then Harold's ghost parents, like they their force ghosts come out and they're like, Come on, Harold, let's go away, like the end of that goosebumps story. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly like my what was the what was the one with Hannah and she was the ghost like, next door? I, I can yes. like my best friend in, is invisible and my, the ghost next door I mix up all the time. Yeah, no, no, it's exactly like the ghost next door. Yeah, yes, which was great. I mean, a nice little which touch. is yeah. I would say that's what this episode should be called, except for like it doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> in no context. No, but, you, uh, yeah. What, what's this one called? You can't scare me, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a much better name. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, it is. It'd be kind of but boring. It's it like it's like the ghost next door, right? <laughs> but only only true OGs know that. It's true. Harold's parents take Harold away, and so that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> just, you just described it like a cat turd. <laughs> <laughs> So that's cleaned up now, and okay. uh, <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> Justin Long wakes up, and he's like, "Is it really me, Justin Long? My back?" And he is, and uh, the storm is even gone now because Harold <laughs> controlled the weather. I guess that's that's relieving for all of those people in the area. Yes, so uh, climate change is ended now because Harold Biddle is cleaned up. Good, good, I'm glad. <sighs> and um, the parents are all like, oh, this is all over now. Whew, thanks, Nora. You were right the whole time. And we don't have to face any consequences for our actions. <laughs> for sticking you in the loony bin and drugging <laughs> you. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, it's cool. No biggie. <laughs> Everybody is so happy <laughs> to just forgive and forget, which got, yeah. which is what got them into this problem in the first place. <laughs> exactly. And like, everybody's happy now. Like that, everything's tied up with a neat little bow. Yeah, it sure is. But there's still a couple seconds of this episode left. Yeah. And two more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> So we go, we go down to the ground now, and we see a bunch of little doll pieces all over the place. Right, yeah, because and Slappy didn't—he didn't fall into like the fires of Mount Doom or anything. He just fell into like the forest. Yeah, he just fell in some nice fluffy snow. So we zoom in on Slappy's face, and you know his damn eyes are gonna open, and they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of this episode. My f okay, my favorite part though, Brandon, is mm -hmm. that. For the first time in the series, it's like, next time on Goosebumps. And then it shows like a little, like, ooh, this is what's happening next. Because this is a good ending that the show could have had, kind of. Yeah. So they want to be like, no, don't don't leave us. There's still two more episodes, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I As soon as I saw that, I turned it off because I didn't want to see what was next. I didn't but watch it. But you're right. Either. You're right. They're like, please come back. Yeah. Don't don't tune out. We still have two episodes, you guys. You have to watch the rest. I promise it's going to be good. Turns out the parents killed another kid. Yeah. We didn't mention. <laughs> and he's angry, too. The whole biddleness is complete, though, Brandon. Like, there's no yeah. more biddle. 
Probably. So it's just slappy now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I so mean, yeah, look, look, I, look. I don't, I don't want to repeat myself, but no, I don't think it really fits anymore though, because we've had eight episodes. We had Slappy in a couple of them, but he really, he's like the focal point, but we don't see him very much. So like, I feel like at this point it could be the Slappy Show, and I'd be fine with it because we had mostly not the Slappy Show, right? So All right. it's fine. Well. Let's see. Let's see what the name of this next episode is, okay? Hopefully it has nothing to do with Slappy. <laughs> I doubt All it. All right, so next week, we have episode nine, Night of the Living Dummy Part 2. <laughs> hmm. This could be anything. I don't know what it could be, Brandon. What's it even based off of? What book title is that one? <sighs> they may have made it up. This is the one, though, Brandon. This is the one where he calls everybody Book of Brains. <laughs> and uh, just to bring it all full circle... With the Star Wars-ness, uh, Hayden Christensen is going to be in this next episode, hopefully. I hope so. And, yeah, that would be great. So where do you think it goes from here, Cortland? Is, is it really just someone finds Slappy and they're like, yeah, I'll accept your dark magic. And then they just have to stop it again. But now it's going to be the kids and the parents working together. Probably. I feel like they did a lot to build up Margot's mom. And then they gave us no information about her. So maybe something about that a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it'll be a time skip. Maybe we'll get to be with the main core groups as kids. Okay. Maybe that. It's just another generation. With two episodes left? I hope not. Yeah. We're we're in 2045. (laughs) It's the kids as kids. And Margot and Isaiah and Lucas are in Mm -hmm. a throuple. Cool. Yeah, that's what Hope it's going to so. be. Yep. Hope so. But let's find out. That's okay. next week. I'm going to watch next it tomorrow. Next week. <laughs> up all night. Oh, you better not. If you spend a whole week knowing more about what happens than I do, oh, it'd be so upsetting. Brandon, most of the time, like, Sundays is when I watch the episode, and then I'll watch it again before we record. Yeah. I don't care. You can watch it. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll see you next week, Cortland. All right. Let's finish this up almost. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.